Shut up and sit down. Needless to say, I had to throw those underwear. We can't say twat more than ten times. Twat, 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 twat. Go to hell. And you get to be the dictator. You get to be a dictator. You get a dictator. Yeah, that fucking egg-sucking piece of shit. No, or when you're interrupting, you bastard. Wow. We're going to fight. We are going to fight. I it mean, if you think shooting fears. a cat is violence. That's and my it... last podcast with Craig <laughs> What do you think, Dan? Do we have a good time? No. Welcome to Season 2 Critical Mass. Let's just dive right into vocab. Vocab. We're going to dive into the vocab. Let's do it. Welcome Rockness. back, everyone. Rockness. Yes. This show is going to be elevated. We're elevated. Gonna talk. We're going to learn vocabulary. Vocabulary. I'm so excited about it. Okay. I have a word today. I know you have words. I have lots of words. But I want all the listeners out there to understand that this is not a lowbrow show. This is a no, very no. intellectual... Very intellectual conversation mind stimulating uh podcast i want people to understand that we are like we're we're so smart we're the bill maher of podcasts we're way above that really so let's just start off with some with some vocab simple vocab go ahead docking (laughs) docking well how does webster miriam's dictionary define docking well i'm asking you that's my that's my test for you docking Yes. Um, docking, as defined by the Webster Merriam's Dictionary, and remember, we're keeping this highbrow. Yes. Is when an uncircumcised man and a circumcised man meet one another. No. They touch tips, and this uncircumcised man no, pulls you, his skin over the. You've already fucked up the bit. The, you fucked up the bit. The, I fucked up the bit. Yes. I thought we were talking about highbrow, how highbrow this was, and then I go incredibly lowbrow <laughs> Which is what's, what's funny about it is that people that listen know what docking the is. The fact of the matter is... And that it's an it's immature. Well, I'm explaining it to the people. And then you give me the Dan, definition that's like... you are ruining like, the show. You would You're say... You're ruining it. You already ruined no it. No one's going to listen to this. You would say a truck backing up onto a loading dock. I, I, I don't understand. So you're going to tell me the definition that I'm current. I have a dictionary in front of me. I know. I'm reading it, and you want to do this. <laughs> you're just, you're, you're, you're caught. You know what? Here's my vocab word. Are you ready? It describes you, dingleberry. Oh. Go ahead. Dingleberry. Dingleberry with your highbrow bullshit. A dingleberry, as everybody knows. Yeah. Is a very small fruit that is able to survive the winter uh, by dangling off of. <laughs> why are you laughing? By dingling off of. The dingling. Dangling, dingling <laughs> off of um, small, like dead brush. Okay. Well, now that most of our audience is asleep, I want to thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, that's, that's keeping it highbrow. That's keeping it highbrow. All right. My God. You are out of your fucking mind. Speaking of highbrow today, we're going to be talking about men's fashion. We're going to be talking about pit bulls. But first and foremost, I think the most important thing is we're going to introduce our friend Dave here. Dave is the owner and proprietor of Genesee Beard Company. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Dave? I'm good. How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks for coming in. Sorry you had to see that awkward argument in the beginning of the show. I mean, Dan, he's useless. We're, he's ironing, a piece of shit. we're ironing out the details here. But I think the the listeners should get a visual of what's happening here. There is currently a three-way war with beards in this room. Yes, the beards in here. Somebody's winning. I can't even right now. 
I don't know. I think yours is pretty close over there. Thank you. But, I mean, yours is, it's its glistening. I know. It's probably sticking out from under the... Uh... It is. I can see your eyes and your beard. <laughs> well, the thing about, the thing about uh, Dave here is that his beard is clearly the longest, but Rockness, Rockness can grow a beard in a week. Yeah. I mean, I shaved yesterday. Well, I'm not exaggerating. Like, if he shaves at 5 a.m., he will have a 5 o'clock shadow by noon. By 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. And and if you seriously give, if you had a week to grow what you could. Yeah. You would seriously, people would be like, oh my, how long, how many months have you been growing that beard? Uh, I don't know, like a week. Oh. Yeah. You grow beards fast. I do grow beards fast. I don't know. Obviously, it's genetic. It is. Uh. Are we gonna talk about my beard the whole time? But I will ask. I'm already I bored. will ask Dave, what what are some of the secrets of growing a beard? Well, yeah, I want to get to all that, but can I can I just can I no? I have a question, and I want to get to that. The answer question. is no. But I, uh, Dave, Genesee Beard Company, beard oils, beard maintenance, mm-hmm. all of that, beard urine. <laughs> the, my question to you is: Let's start it here. Where, what, where the fuck did you come up with this idea? Please. All right. yeah. yeah. So it's actually it's a pretty good story. I mean, it's not that good. That's um, why you're here. So I want to say about two years ago. Or so I was sick. Um, couldn't figure out why. Um, it was like eight months going to the doctors. They didn't know what was going on. And just really weak, bad stuff. Um, I grew out a beard, uh, mostly because I was too lazy to shave. And once they diagnosed me, they found out I had Crohn's disease. And I was like, oh, you know, something, they figured it out. I'm going to shave off, clean up my face. And I shaved off, and I realized I had a really ugly face under there. And (laughs) I wanted to go back and grow it back out. But this time when I grew it out, I kind of wanted to take care of it and see what was out there. Um, Cool. So I, I looked online, and everything was just insanely overpriced um 25 dollars for one bottle or of oil um mm-hmm. so I, I just started looking around to, to try and make it myself and tested it and tested it and tested it until i came up with something i liked and pretty much went from there wow so if i'm if i'm correct please correct me um if i'm wrong um which is rare um <laughs> you wanted to create high quality locally sourced affordable yes beard maintenance yes um, that sounds that sounds great to me. And and as much as I can, things are, are locally sourced. Um, like any T-shirts we do, they're all printed locally. Um, for the wooden combs I do, we actually uh, buy the wood in Bristol, New York. Oh. Um, usually have it shipped over to uh, the place that cuts the combs for us. But sometimes I actually drive out there, um, pick up the wood, and drive it myself over to Lima, New York. Lima, Lima. Lima, you're right. Lima, um, yeah. where they, they laser cut the combs for us, which is actually a pretty cool process. Um, yeah. They laser cut them, and then they engrave our... Uh, our name into the combs wow. and then i take home a big box of walnut squares and uh hit them with a belt sander at home and sharpen everything up and hit them with oil to seal them wow that's uh, honestly that's incredibly interesting like yeah I didn't it's really know, cool i didn't know that that's like that you went that deep into it i mean yeah because wow. a lot i mean a lot of the other companies if you look online if you search for like a wooden beard comb or beard comb um you'll see the exact same design um, and I've seen it too. It's on Alibaba. They can order it online, and mm-hmm. they just get them imported for I don't know fifty cents a piece. Yeah. Um, turn around and sell for twelve bucks. But I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I wanted to keep everything local as possible and yeah. U.S. based. That's awesome. How much one of your beard combs go for? Um, I sell them, I believe, for thirteen ninety nine. Thirteen ninety nine. But you got locally sourced. You're actually doing this shit by hand. It sounds like. Yep. And I designed the 
like the actual file they use for laser cutting it, um, oh, wow. designed it. Jesus Christ. Have you thought about Shark Tank? Ooh. I have. Um, Don't do it. I'm going to tell you right now, those people are fucking scumbags. I actually, I, if I oh. were to do it, I wouldn't accept any offer, but the publicity from it, you really can't oh, yeah. beat it. That's true. You're 110% right, because those people literally fuck those people over. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Every time. Every time. And I don't want want you to get fucked over. The the uh, publicity I'd receive from it would provide more than enough money to scale up. I mean, I've I've seen, uh, like, case studies online where people that went on Shark Tank and they had, um, like, a real-time stats of their, their website traffic. And Don't it, they always, like, expl- the websites just fucking crash? Yeah, they go from, like, 50 visitors a day to, like, 50,000. Yeah. Wow. And, I mean, if you're averaging, like, a, a 0.25% conversion ratio from 50 to 50,000 is insane. That I mean, it's funny, though, because thinking about that, I'm a customer now of Tipsy Elves, mm-hmm. which is from Shark Tank. I was watching oh, Shark I Tank. Know that. I saw Tipsy Elves, yeah. and I just went to their website, and now I'm part of their mailer, and you know, I'm or I want to order their. Um, they have a fanny pack that's also a six pack holster, oh, and it has sweet. like whole, three cans and three can like holster and then a fanny pack in the front and it's fourth of july theme which is great <laughs> i kind of need funny, that man. yeah but That's i wanted funny. to wear it to the party this uh this tuesday, tuesday. are you yeah. going to that yeah are you going to that i am not i didn't know there was a party and okay. now i kind of feel left out well let me ask this question Dave. please do why beards why has that become a phenomenon yeah that's a great question um you know i really don't know i mean they they've kind of grown in popularity in waves um you know where it's usually there's periods of time where beards are popular then they're not um yeah. or other forms of facial hair mustaches had their time yes yes they did um but right now i mean everyone kind of expected it to fall off after a year or so but it's just it's continuing to grow um yeah i'll speak I, on behalf of the fat men out there i think that it helps our jawline Makes us look more manly. Well, yeah, I have another chin under here. Well, I, I think in general <laughs> right. it it makes you look more manly. It, um, I remember I think I read something at one point that um, back way back when, like maybe not cavemen times, but maybe a little bit after that, sure. men would grow out their beards because it just made them look more intimidating. It made right. them look like they had a, a a longer jawline, a stronger jawline. Right, right. Um, hmm. And the intimidation factor is. I didn't think about that. Yeah, well, we're see I the male the ego is the male <laughs> ego is very fragile. So oh, if we can intimidate fragile. people simply by what's on our face, then yeah, I like to it. look mean. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a good thing because I'm not mean. Right, I don't no. have a, I, I probably have like one or two mean bones in my body, but right. maybe the ones hanging right between your fucking legs. Yeah, I just I thought that's kind of interesting. That within the last, I don't even know, five six years, I've seen a real sort of explosion with beards. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 a huge fashion statement. Right now. Yeah. But I right. mean, it, I, but the motivation is what I find fascinating. So for me, it's laziness. on average. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I haven't trimmed this thing in eleven months. Oh, yeah, it looks beautiful. Wow, thank you. It's powerful. You haven't even trimmed it in eleven months. No, just the uh, just the mustache because it it winds up in my food all the time. Same and it. mine uh, goes right into my mouth. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, mine rolls right in there. Um, but after after a while of constantly pushing it to the sides and, I mean, I guess trimming it, it just more or less grows that way now. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm-hmm. It's, 
It's a real struggle. <laughs> so, it's my so biggest fear. My next question would be, so beard oil. That's yes. obviously, I would say, and correct me again if I'm wrong, I would say that's like the flagship of yes, your company. absolutely. Okay. So why not, why why the oil? Why not like a butter? Why not like a coconut oil? Why not like a, because yeah, there's a big craze, coconut oil right now. Yes. Like what's, why... Why am I using the oil? Like what? Like tell us and our listeners. Like what is? Why? By the way, I'm wearing so the oil right now. Are you really? Yeah, me too. I want. I want to get some. I'm trying. I want to order some. I'm wearing the Mountaineer. We're having a. Ooh. Oh, we are having a sale right now. By the time this goes on, the sale will be over. But we are having a sale right yeah. now. Okay. Well. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> if, if you're listening to this, cyclical? the sale is over. The sales cyclical? Like you know, maybe in a month or so, will you do maybe another promotion or what do you think? Um. Probably not until Memorial Day. Okay. That's the next one, right? Or Labor Day. Is it Labor Day the next yeah, one? It? Yeah. Yeah, because that's September. I, always yeah. going to mix it up. I know yeah. it's probably terrible. Um, yeah, we're, <laughs> no, I'm doing a 4th of July sale right now. Let me ask you this, Dave. Do you support the troops? Yes. <laughs> so, okay, so back to back to my question. Back to oil. piece of shit. Why, um... Why the oil? Why oil? What's the point? Why do I care? Tell so, me why I care. The biggest thing is actually kind of convincing someone that they need it. Because they've had beards for so long without mm. the oil. Um... And I was the same way. Okay. But it's it's really one of those things that once you actually use it, you realize like how much you needed it. Um, I could never go back to not using oils in my beard. Um, and the biggest thing is like a lot of people are turned off um, from growing a beard when they get to the point where it starts to itch. Yeah. Um, and it's itching because your skin's dry. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And the, the big part of that is dandruff. You're yeah. You get beard dandruff too, which is, I mean no one wants that. That's no. gross. Um. And your face gets itchy like that because your skin's getting dried out. And it's getting dried out because it doesn't produce a lot of oil itself. It produces enough oil to keep the skin itself lubricated and hydrated. Right. But as soon as you add hair into it, hair just literally saps the oil away. Um, and now you don't have enough oil for your skin or for uh, the hair. It's like having a Brillo pad on top of your face. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah, a very attractive Brillo pad, but yeah. Brillo sense. pad nonetheless. Um, so adding, in, adding those oils back in there, um, specifically, I mean, the blend we have, it's... It has jojoba oil in it, um, sweet almond oil, grapeseed oil, and argan oil. Um, and they're not just randomly selected, and it wasn't just copy and pasted off of, you know, some, like, yeah. Google how to make beard oil. Um, <laughs> how to make beard oil. I mean, we, uh, we really looked into oils that absorbed well, oils that would protect mm-hmm. and coat the beard. Um, I mean, I even looked at chemistry-wise of the size of the carbon atoms, the, the fatty, like, the chains, everything like that, like, to wow. make sure that we covered, like... You know, something that was like a C16, like large carbon atom down to like, you know, like C4. So we have like this whole range covered that you're really in this full protection. Um, there's cleansing abilities in, in uh, some of the oils that we have. Vitamin E's in there that's supposed to aid growth. Um, yeah. We'll never make a claim that our oil will make your beard hair grow because it won't. It, I mean, it, it can help by making your skin and yeah hair healthier because yeah. a healthier face and, you know, the skin itself will it's a better environment for hair to grow. Right. Yeah. So it's not a direct connection. It's more like no, a, and an indirect, like, hey, if you do this, it's helpful. Yeah. This, and then, hey, you know what? This always has, happens when you do this. That's one of the things I hate is there's so many companies out there that, that sell, like, beard growth oil yeah. or stuff like that. And oh they're just they're just conning people. And it's I mean, like I'll talk oil. about it's snake, like snake oil. oil. Yeah, thank you. I was just going to say that. The amount, <laughs> the amount of messages I get from people saying, well, this make my beard grow... Um, how do I how do I make it grow? How do I do this and that? Um, be a, more of a man would be my answer. Yeah, <laughs> the, the big thing. It really is kind of um, wow. Because one of the big things is no, nah, I didn't mean it that way. Um, <laughs> because one of the things that will boost um, facial hair growth is 
increase testosterone levels. Okay. Um, and if you exercise, you can increase your testosterone level. Um, a healthy diet will increase it. Um, so how the fuck are you growing a beard? I'm literally testosterone completely driven. You have no idea. No, I've just seen the size of your balls. I know. Not my balls. My balls are very small. My schwans, on the other hand. Jesus Christ. My schwans. Dave, you feel that tickle on your knee right now? Mm -hmm. That's my cock. I'm pretty far away from you, too. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. He's like six feet away. You're welcome, America. So when I'm making out with Rockness and our beards are, like, getting entangled together. (laughs) Yes. That was one time. Why are you going to ruin it? <laughs> the listeners want to know what goes on behind the scenes. If I'm giving them a little taste. There could they be a second time. Sh- they should know we're gay. <laughs> so when our beards but touch. But there's nothing wrong with being gay. That's um, uh, so there, let me ask the women listeners out there. Go ahead and write us. Because I know there's one of you. Uh, one, I don't even know that for sure. Probably not. Two. Uh, two. There's do you prefer two. kissing a man completely shorn, to use your word, Rockness? Shorn. Or uh, or bearded. I'm okay. I, I can't really speak for them, but I'm assuming that a shaved face probably feels better for the most part. Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna shave for that reason. Um, and I know plenty of guys won't. And if they use beard oil, your beard is gonna be softer, softer, smoother. It's gonna smell. It's gonna awesome. smell better. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna feel better. Right. I, I haven't had any complaints. I've never, yeah, I've gotten complaints mostly with the um, the mustache, yeah. the tickling. They get the little... Or when you trim it and you get, like, those razor edges on it. Yep, yeah. yep. Ow, ow, what the fuck? You know, it's just like, well, I'm sorry. This is how... I was born this way. I yeah. was born this way. I would like to see if maybe we could get in business together. Uh, I had a, a product idea. Oh, that's here. Here we go. <laughs> Why do you laugh? That's so demeaning. <laughs> It's trying to be demeaning. I'm okay. trying to be demeaning. Uh, it's called a beard bib. Okay. Uh, for us that have beards, we know what it's like to eat anything. Oh, it's terrible. Just get food in it all the time. Why don't we have something that straps around the ear and covers the beard so that we don't get food in it? I mean, it's really not the worst idea. <laughs> it's actually not. It's I actually was, a pretty I good was idea. Joking, uh, but why don't why don't we do this? Yeah. Um, because most of the time after I eat. I don't, I don't even bother cleaning up during the eating process. I just wait yeah, until I'm why? done. Right. Um, because you always have that, that steady drip of, like, whatever the condiment was. Yeah. And if you had, like, a sandwich, like, there's some breadcrumbs. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. You have, like, a bird that's, peep, like, popping out, like, trying to nest in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, a yeah. bib would not be the worst idea. Right. There's a, there is a product out there called a whisker dam. Um, really? And, it, yeah, you put it on top of, like, mugs and, like, beer, like, glasses, like, pint glasses. Um, and it, it oh. stops your mustache from getting dripped into your drink, which I have that problem all the time. I do, um, That's funny. I do protein shakes in a, like a yeah. Nutribullet yeah. and they're, they're pretty thick, like smoothie consistency. And every time I drink it, my mustache just has this, like this solid, like chocolatey mm-hmm. milky coating. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but why would you complain about that? I think that I don't, I get thing. to enjoy it twice. Right. The flavor right. saver, baby. That's right. So yeah, there are products out there because this is a this is a struggle that men go through. It is a it is a struggle. A huge struggle. I mean, it's it's more than women getting paid the same amount of money. It's more than um, you know trying to get rid of this rape culture in America where it's okay to do this to women. Beards, beards, America is the most important thing. Right, for sure. According to Dan, that's what I believe. That's what I just it gathered is. from no, Dan. No, it is because I'm not saying it's that. a struggle that men deal with on a regular basis. <laughs> I think I think the biggest struggle, maybe 
you know, it's interesting. We're talking about men's fashion today a little bit too, and I think that when it comes to yeah. facial hair, we do see that as as a fashion thing. It's it's. Oh yeah. So women, how important is how important too. is hair to a woman? Right. I We're mean, talking like their 10. hair, hair like on their scalp. Yeah. Uh, I'd say it's pretty important. Yeah, it's Incredibly like level important. ten. I mean, it really yeah. changes their their entire appearance. Right, yeah. and same it's thing with beards. Very true. Super important. Yeah. To I look way better with a beard than without. Right. Same here, because I've got and, that second chin, and, and I, I mean, I have a. I'm not gonna lie. I have a. I have a pretty good jawline, but yeah. I, I look like a baby without a beard. Yeah, I go so from like younger, yeah. I go from thirty to. Thirteen. You get yeah. ID'd everywhere, but if you just kept the beard on and like, yeah, they barely ID me. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, so my my point is that like beards to us are just as important as uh, top of the head hair is to a female. Absolutely. And well, I think sense. what we Makes struggle sense. with as men that are in relationships is that the female then begins to try and control that aspect of our lives. You need to trim it here. You need to cut it here. You need to do this to it. You need to do that to it. And I, I want all the female listeners out there to listen up. <clears throat> especially, if listen. We're, especially if we're in long uh, relationships, mm-hmm. you know, very serious relationships. This is the last bastion of creativity that we have in our body. Okay? You tell us what fucking shoes to wear. You mm-hmm. tell us what fucking clothes to wear. Preach. Okay? We're, we're compromising. Fine, if you don't want me to wear this to Wegmans. Fine, I'll go change. I'll throw away the underwear with all the holes in it, even but though it's super not. comfortable, you fucking bitch. But do not tell me how long my beard can or cannot be. The beard is off the table. That's, That's right. I just, uh, if it were, if the roles were reversed, and if you told her how to cut her hair. I don't... Yeah. No, you're right. You hit right? the nail you on the head. Be, You'd, You'd be, be a in, fucking asshole. You yeah. are a sexist. All you care about is my hair and how it Yeah, you can't looks. control me. You can't tell me how to cut my hair. It's my hair. I just wish I lived in the 50s when you could do that. So, uh, very good then. So that makes sense. Yeah. Dan, do you have any other questions? Um, let's see. So... Pluto is or is not a planet. Okay, no, no, is. no. About about the the Genesis. You say is. I think they decided no. <laughs> they they decided now it's a dwarf planet. Oh, cool. Yes. Well, you you asked if I had any questions about where Genesee did babies beard? come from? Oh my god, the stork. <laughs> I swear to God, you were mentally. I believed that when I was younger. <clears throat> I did honestly you? believe that. How old? Oh, like 12? No. Um, I don't know. Probably like... <laughs> 12? 12. <laughs> Probably like 4 or 5. Um, I'm assuming... Wow. Like, I don't I don't have like a, a defined like limit where like that cut off where I was like, nope, that's fake. Yeah. But I, I always wondered like, how do they know where they go? Like, if there's there's a lot of babies, there's not just like one baby a day. Right. Like, exactly. It's like, I mean, if, yeah. This I bird was more, would just at fly in and old, drop off babies. Yeah, just a random oh, got baby. got a new one here. Yeah. At and then how does it look like you and all that other stuff? Like, yeah. At five years old, I was more concerned about the aviation physics of, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, a 10-pound bird carrying another 10-pound object through yeah. the air. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. If you look at bees, bees have little wings and big bodies. Yeah, I guess. Um, it also... Anyways, <laughs> I didn't believe in any of that shit. It was very simple for me, even from a young age. Mom and dad are going to keep kissing each other and keep kissing each other and keep kissing each other, and then one of those and kisses then life is going to be perfect, and they won't leave you. No, it's going. <laughs> it's going to result. <laughs> it eventually results in mom getting pregnant from kissing. That's when I was like five, yeah. six years old, and it would just be like, "Oh, is that the one? 
Like I'd see them kiss and be like, oh. I wonder if mom got pregnant now. And it was just it was a it was a question of frequency. So right. if they kissed a lot, all of a sudden she. And then be eventually, pregnant. they kissed enough. And my brother and was... a much much better version of you. Came yes, out. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We'll talk about how pit bulls are the worst dog in the world ooh. and men's fashion. Also, ooh. well, they're the same thing. But that's the same thing, right? I have no hope for this show. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. The Critical Mass Podcast can now be found at the 8oClockStop.com. That's the 8oClockStop.com. We're there along with our friends at the Hypothetically Speaking Podcast where they answer hypothetical questions. It's a lot of fun. And you'll also find a whole bunch of other fun multimedia there uh, from music to art to, well, all kinds of stuff. Check it out real soon. That's the 8oClockStop.com. And we're back. Thank you, everyone, for not turning this off. I hope you enjoyed the message from our sponsors. And by sponsors, I mean people that... Um, they say, haven't paid us. They haven't paid us But yet. if you buy their product, maybe they will. Yeah, you've got to buy their product. You've got to make them money. And right. once you start making them money, they're going to give us some of it. Yeah. But until then... We're just doing it out of the kindness of right. our hearts you, or what's left of our blackened hearts. If you don't go to SlipperySammySexToys.com, we will not see a dime. We, you have to go to the sex, okay. the so, sex store. Okay, uh, so Dave has not left yet. He, he hasn't left yet. He's threatened uh, it three times. Yeah. Uh, he gives us hand signals, which we know uh, he's getting uncomfortable. Mostly so the to finger. Topic. <laughs> Mostly the middle finger. Mostly the middle finger. Uh, but let's continue with this conversation um, about... Fashion. I think we started to dive into that a little bit. I thought you were talking about pit bulls. Well, we will, but um, let's talk about the men's romper. Ooh. Oh, you want to get you want to dive right into the yeah. dirt. You want to get your hands dirty right now. Yeah, the um, romper. I'm 100 percent completely honest. I was walking down the street and I saw a guy wearing the romper. I might roll my I might roll my eyes a little bit, but it's his life. Can wear what he wants. Yeah, I, I don't really give a shit. If you want to wear a romper, fine. I think my biggest problem is when people do things simply because it's a trend or it's fashionable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like beards. <laughs> sure. <if> you, <laughs> sure. I, it's harder to prove, I guess, but if you grow a beard simply because you think that it's cool looking, I mean, I guess you're a tool. Yeah. Right? Well, Same no, thing with I don't know. a romper. It, I just don't see the practicality in a romper because it's all one piece, right? Yeah, it's a it's a one piece. And thing. I, I feel like I go slip. to the bathroom fairly often. Yeah. There's got to be a way to There's like if they had like one of, like those butt flap, like those old like onesie pajamas. <laughs> I might be. I might actually be interested in That's those. Hilarious. <laughs> like in the front though. In both sides. Ooh, right. Yeah. So you never take it off. Like a Crohn's disease. I need the back flap. Right. That, yeah, that's a good point. And, and then, then your butt notice. is protected from the toilet seat if you have to go in public, because now you just have that flap that opens up, yeah. and the rest of it that's true. is free, unless you're wearing underwear, and then you're in trouble. See, now we're trying to design our own fashion wear. I'm actually so going to start a new true. company as soon as I leave here. Right. <laughs> God damn it. Wait, 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 wait. Did we get a cut? <laughs> we did this <laughs> with you. Oh, yes. We're actually going to make money from the show. How much? I never thought you... that was going to happen. <laughs> from, from level 1 to 10, 10 being the worst. How much do you hate this guy? He's got a full romper on and a man bun. Ooh. Is it a butt flap romper? No, they haven't been designed yet. Okay. 
Not I, a fan. I would say... And it's uh, like a pink romper. It's not even like a normal color. It's a clearly feminine color. And his name is Glenn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I, that I hate him. It's 11. Uh, Glenn played lacrosse in high school, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> With his friend Brody. Brody? <laughs> Brody. <laughs> Speaking of lacrosse players in high school. What? <laughs> Anyways. And college. Um, not a fan of the man bun. No. That's all I can say about it. Just not a fan. There's a, there's a guy that goes to the gym. Um... I think he since cut it off, but he had like, it looked like he was trying to do one, but he he kind of just looked like an onion. Yeah. He just had this little like tuft of hair at the top, and we, we just called him an onion. <laughs> Not to his face, mind you, like me and, you know, my friend yeah. that I work out with. We, yeah. Uh, but he, he just looked like an onion. I think it's a little unfair to look at another, first of all, a grown man. It doesn't give a fuck about another grown man. I'm sorry. I got things to do. Right? Yeah, I mean, my life is too But busy. if we're going to have the conversation, you look at another guy, so what? He's got long hair, and if you, if you prefer long hair, that's his business. Sometimes long hair gets in the way. I don't trust men with long hair. And you got to... No. no, I just I don't gotta, have long you hair. You got to tie it up yeah, somehow. You look good now, though. You Thank look you. great. I can't have long hair anymore because it's very thin and wispy up top. Yeah, but I mean, you look good right now. Well, if you, you had long hair, and you know, you'd leave and be like, that fucking guy. Well, he'd look he homeless. Had long hair. He's... I would look very homeless. Yeah, so. But with, a, with a very well groomed beard. I, homeless. So was... I understand that, yes, you can have long hair if you want as a man. Whatever, right? I guess. Some yeah. some dudes can really pull off long hair. Some. And Thor. If, if yes, <laughs> Thor, I'll give you Thor. The guy mm. who plays Thor, yeah, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth yeah. And, if, and if Hemsworth mm. wanted to pull his hair back into a bun because it was getting in the way while he was cooking dinner or going to the gym, fine. Listen, I'm straight, but I would have no problem cooking dinner shirtless with Chris Hemsworth. Just the two of us in his apartment. He's probably a good cook. In his flat in Australia. Actually, he probably has a lot of cooks for him. That's yeah. very yeah. true, but I mean, like, just me and him, we're both shirtless. We're cooking stuff. There's no no sex going on. That just... Literally, that picture in my head, I'm picturing a normal-looking person with a dog next to them. <laughs> That's what that looks like to me. Listen. You would look like a hairy, hobbit, dog-like figure. Listen. You look like something in between a human and a gorilla. <laughs> Dad. We found the missing link, and it's you standing next to Chris Helmsworth. I fucking I don't. What I don't like is you. That's what I don't like. Yeah, is you or your face. Um, but I had a point. I had something to say about you the don't man have bun. points. I had a you have rounded to say edges about the man bun, the bun of man. Yeah, there was a one man. His name was Billy. We'll call him Beach. Right. Beach had a man bun years upon years upon years ago. There are some say through the scrolls and the mm-hmm. legends that he may have started the man bun craze. I saw a cave writing about it. I believe painting. so, yes. So uh, it was told in the legends and the scrolls that he would have created this. Now, the moment it got huge and like every dude had a man bun, he took scissors to it and he got rid of it because he's just not that kind of guy. He would say he is the trend setter. Right. However, I mean, I don't know how much truth there is to that. The only facts that we definitely have is he had a man bun. He looked good with the man bun. It was many, many years before the man bun became a thing. If you haven't seen a man bun, just go down to your local coffee shop. (laughs) Pretty much. And uh, and he cut it off. So, you know, I'm going to give him his respect for that. Sure. And but that's my point is that a, a man can do what he wants. Go ahead. Wear what you want. Put your hair in a bun if you want. But fuck you if you're doing it simply because it's cool. 
You know, I don't like that. I think that's sad and pathetic. Anyone that does something because it's cool, like so many of the fucking brand new out of the woodwork Star Wars fans. Right. Because it's like a thing now. Right. Or like starting a podcast. Because starting it's cool. a podcast because you know it's I mean? cool. So. I mean, stupid. What else, though? What else in, uh, Dave, what, what have you noticed in, in men's high fashion as of late? So we got the romper, we got the man bun. What else is going on out there? Um, well, I don't know, uh, a whole lot going on besides the rompers, kind of the, the big one right now. Um, I know a couple years back it was, there was a, a capri phase, I felt like, and like three quarter pants in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, the man capri. But those, those faded out pretty quickly. I guess um, in Europe that's a thing. Yeah, Europe. Um, I think that's still a thing, or at least at least jeans that are rolled up like, like yeah. three or four inches above your shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. No, well, my it's, it's my legs look very funny that way. Yeah. And I, I guess like, you know how we have our baseball sh- uh, shirts that have like three quarters of length to them. Oh yeah. You know, they uh, in Europe they find that really weird. Huh. Yeah. I wore one of those like two nights ago. Yeah, the ones are very comfortable. Where the sleeve is like up to here. Yeah, yeah they're usually a tighter sleeve. They're usually softer. And they're yeah. different color. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like raglos. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. They think those are weird. I the guess. Europeans are yeah. claiming something we do is they weird. They think yeah. uh, like baseball caps are, are weird. Like not, I I can't remember like exactly what it was, but like sport yeah. team caps or something like for non-baseball teams. Oh, okay. Like let's say like a Bills hat or something. Yeah. Like they think that's weird. It's the Europeans calling us weird at all to me is weird. Like, have you ever seen, like, uh, a hat for, like, a um, a Premier League team or something? No. <clears throat> right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because soccer is king and over there. It's oh, scarf. God, it's yeah, scarf. So it's scarves and jerseys. That's yeah. what they wear. That's Don't what they wear. Eat, eh, soccer. I'm a big soccer fan. So back to the I'm American. The, I hate uh, soccer. Ooh, I'm sorry. I did see he a He loves Facebook. it. It's a point of argument. Oh. Well, Okay. Let's go into this. Oh, here we go. Um, and here the, re- we go. the only reason I'm getting fired up about this is because... Get yeah, fired up. You going to kick a ball about it? <laughs> For 90 minutes where you just run in circles kicking a fucking ball around? It's one to zero. I'm so entertained. At least so it's not every uh, two minutes. Yeah, this is this I'll is Rockus's classic deconstruction we go. of anything that he doesn't like. Exactly, he takes whatever it is and uncomplicates it by, by by just simplifying the basics of it. Yes, um, exactly. I'm for, ignorant, and I know this. Yeah, That's uh, fair. you could take anything complicated, like a symphony. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I okay. Love, for a symphony, you got a bunch of fucking symphony, idiots actually. with you know I love instruments going for an hour. Anybody can do that. I like the symphony. And Anybody I don't think can just can... deconstruct anything and say that it's stupid. Listen, okay. You called me a grass fairy once. <sighs> oh wait, are we you talking about soccer? You literally played lacrosse and with sticks, full contact, with little sticks in your hand, shoulder checking on grass, stick checking. And you had to wear pads because you were helmet. afraid of hitting one another. Well, yeah, but when you're a soccer player, you're wearing a maxi pad usually. No, we actually ran oh. into one another constantly. Yeah, I'm gonna ran into one another. I'm gonna step into. I grew up playing hockey, um, and switched to soccer. It's a, it's a man's game. Hockey. When I was about 21, I want to say. Okay. Um, and soccer. Even now, I'm just playing like men's leagues and stuff like that. Soccer. I've been injured more playing soccer than I ever was playing hockey, and I've had more collisions. More. Right. Soccer in general has been more violent than growing up playing hockey. 
I just, I don't, I don't, then why am I not seeing it on the TV when I'm forced to watch these soccer matches that go on for hours on end and they, nothing happens? They don't, the, for, it's 45 nothing. minutes. Okay, so shut the fuck oh up. Oh my god, it feels like it's seven 45 hours. 45 minutes, then they take a little break, and then it's another 45 minutes. That's it. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. It feels like an eternity. You're talking about eternities, and you'll sit there and watch a Star Wars movie? I can't even say the word Star Wars without falling asleep. That's not true. It's you fucking en- boring. You enjoyed the film that you you en- you enjoyed it Barely. so much. You went out and got the other two to watch them. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you go fuck yourself? Because there were loose ends. The, well, yeah, they needed, and, and you didn't have to. You didn't have to. In fact, you went to the library. Who does that anymore to get those movies? What do you piece of shit? You claim that no, you're such free. a huge fucking fan. You didn't even have the DVDs. All you had was Blu-ray. Yeah, I had all. I gave away my DVDs. You should to have Lance. the VHS. You should have the DVD. I couldn't find the You should VHS. have the Blu-ray. You should have the laser discs if you're I such a fucking God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. I swear to God. Don't you ever call my Star Wars fandom into question. You might have I just about did. HD DVD as well. Yeah. Where's oh. your 4K DVDs? Where is... You know what? I feel like I'm being backed into a corner right now. No, yeah, well, you should feel that way. You're a little rat. I'm not very comfortable. With you have an erection, too, which is what's <laughs> making me really uncomfortable. Like, you're yelling at me, and you have an erection. Are you going to rape me? As much as we're going to, uh, you know, gripe about soccer and yeah. lacrosse, at least it's not women's lacrosse. I mean, Jesus we, Christ. Yeah, that's boring. That the they wear the goggles, sport. too. Oh, my God. That's Anyways. just laughable. So we derailed. We really derailed. But these lace, the lace rompers oh, are just rompers. lace suits. I don't know what the fuck they are, but it is bizarre. Like, is it like see-through? Lace? Yes. Yeah, Do they wear anything under it? Well, no, that's the thing. They won't wear anything like a like a an doesn't, undershirt. It doesn't but, make but any sense. But the video that I saw, they were all wearing these like colored like thongs. Was this video on Pornhub? No, <laughs> no, it was on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Um, see now, like you were saying, I'm all all for anyone doing whatever they want. Yeah. Um, but I'm also not all for anything that's going to make me uncomfortable. Like if I saw a bunch of men walking around in man thongs. Right. I don't think I'd be the most comfortable. <sighs> it's like... I mean, yeah. I'm, I wouldn't be very comfortable. Like, I don't... Like, I don't, I don't think I'd be very comfortable if... Um, I mean, depending on how nice it was, um, if a bunch of women were just, like, walking around in, in thongs in, like, a public place. Like, it's... I just feel like it's not really acceptable to be... Yeah, I think it's, I don't know, I, I agree. I, to, to be conservative a little bit, I, I find it more uh, appropriate to leave something to the imagination. Yeah. While at the same time, I also don't want to live in Sharia law where women are covered head to toe. No, so that sounds terrible. It, you know, I guess we've got to find some sort of common ground, but at the same time, this but is America, and we about, should be able to express ourselves. But what about right? unattractive women that decide to dress certain ways? Is that just really chauvinistic of me to say? Yeah, it is. A little okay. bit. Okay. Because, but I mean, I don't really There's care. no way that, I mean, your significant other must be high and drunk all the time when she looks at you. <laughs> you are the most disgusting thing. So for you to say that certain women shouldn't wear things, it's like, what? 
Let's, you're a troll under a bridge. Let's not. Yeah, and you're not that far off. You just have blonde hair and are taller than me. We are so, actually under a bridge right now as well. Yeah, yeah. and yes, yeah. exactly. We're broadcasting from yeah. under a bridge live. I just saw you live. With, a, with a stick telling someone to get off the bridge earlier. You know what? That's because you were busy in the bathroom. That's typically your job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, taking a huge dump. You troll fuck. You fucking Aryan troll bastard. What are some other things that really piss us off? Does, do fedoras piss people? They don't piss Ooh, me fedoras. off. Because my dad, dad pulls, pulls it off. off fedoras very well. And but he's a, he's a retired pull marine. Yeah. You've got to pull it off. He's he a lot retired of marine, so I mean, he can pull. He can do whatever he wants. He can pull <laughs> someone's arm off. Yeah, I mean, really. Yeah, there's a possibility. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, anyone who's a retired marine, I immediately translate that to can kill me and will if I sneeze or do something incorrectly. Absolutely. You ever, yeah. You ever seen a guy with a fedora, but he's actually got like a man bun, his hair pulled back under. It, like yes, I've seen it. that a few times. I feel like they should have an acoustic guitar in a quad of some college yeah. they're where they're just playing it. And yeah. I just want to take that guitar, I want to smash it over their fucking skull repeatedly, and then urinate on them. But that's just the sexual part. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, grow up. This is a highbrow oh, show. So, I'm sorry. It's very highbrow. All right. Highbrow. So fedoras, yeah, I'm, I'm iffy on those. Uh, I, I kind of wish I could pull it off, but I can't. And maybe that's where it comes from. It's a jealousy thing. Yeah. Yeah, just, I don't know. Just not a fan. I, I feel like there's a general poor stigma with fedoras yeah. as well. Like um, you're going to make a Cuban sandwich? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that racist? Yeah, it's a little bit. God damn it. <laughs> I like Cuban sandwiches. I, I love you. I just like I sandwiches Cuban in general. Sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh sandwiches are good. So, anyway... I guess we're done with men's fashion. Fuck men's fashion. Fuck men. Go out and just dress in suit and ties. You know, back when when America was America, you could be a man. And uh, I don't care if it's 102 degrees out. You should be miserable. Let's do this. Let's go around and describe our perfect, to close out our segment here, let's go around and describe what our fashion is for ourselves. Why? And I'll go first. I don't want to. I'll go. Yeah, you do. I'll go first. Uh, Star Wars printed t-shirts or old YMCA shirts. Yeah. And uh, cargo shorts. Yeah. Oh, man, this is great. And and, uh, and underwear that usually has all types of holes in it. In very strange, strange areas, like where your like toe like gets stuck in it when you're putting it on, and yes. it like rips like the band around like the leg opening. You're exactly. Yeah, right. so I did that yesterday. I did that yesterday too. I, I threw that pair away, but I did do that yesterday. I won't. Part, very upset. I will not part with my underwear. It is a, is it a, is it, it is a no. point of contention in my home. Well, no, no I, I wash them. They're all clean. I throw them away pretty regularly. Yeah, really? I love yeah. brand new underwear. Oh yeah. Oh, I they just fit way better. Really? Yeah. I, just, I feel like I need. But anyway, um, and then for shoe wear, usually um, flip-flops or uh, pumas. They have to be suede pumas. And they're always pre-tied, so I can just slip them right the fuck oh, yeah. out. you're lazy that's fuck. Uh, no, mine are all pre-tied as well. I guess um, I'm lazy. That's, and there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, very lazy. Nothing wrong yeah, with that. It's one. The next step is terrorism. The, the next step is not terrorism. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the terrorist of your heart. No, you forgot your accessories. My accessories? Yeah. Like... My, you wear watches, my you wear rings. Uh, my Green Bay Packers lanyard, okay, which is upstairs. Let's, let's let's slow down here. Let's oh. talk about this. Oh, Dave, I can't wait till we seen, get to you. Have you seen him walk around in public with his lanyard hanging out of his pocket? I don't believe so. 
I do. It's like something straight out of 2002. But I feel like every time I I see you, it's after about five or six beers. Well, yeah. We're usually together when we're usually drunk. drunk. Yeah. 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 You're right. He's right. Well, Rockness stands at about four or five. 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 Five, five. So he's a little guy. And he's got this lanyard hanging out of his pockets, out of his cargo short pocket. And it's practically dragging on the ground. Okay, no, it's not. You're just practically you're making that up. No, I'm not. You're making it up. It's a Green Bay Packers lanyard. Yeah, show my pride. Why? Um, Why do you um, have to have your lanyard hanging out of your Because pocket? I have to constantly remind you that we beat you guys last season in the playoffs. Oh, wait. I don't know what the playoffs are. Right. Dan's Dan, a Bills fan. He's just, never seen the playoffs. Just to give you a little bit of insight, Dan is now shaking. <laughs> and it looks like... Dan, put the knife down. No, but, put the, but kni- really, put the, the knife why, down, Dan. Why the lanyard, really? It was a gift. I like it. And I find that I can very easily just yank my keys right out of my pocket. Also, it serves as another purpose when I am going somewhere and I don't have any pockets to carry my keys. I will then put it around my neck. It's very helpful when carrying around a three to four year old girl who is a pain in the ass sometimes because I can just easily grab, put them around my neck. Well, I could see that being a viable answer it if is. there were enough men in your situation that could respond and say yes that is a that is a true thing but i see lots of other young dads out there uh who are able to reach into their pocket on their own volition grab their keys like a grown-up so i just and also are dads okay that don't need lanyards hanging out of their pocket okay so is this really like you're going this far with the lanyard i mean yeah we're we're pretty deep in down the rabbit hole lanyards right now do you understand that like why are you so angry about it girls girls get together okay and be like honey we need to change this about your your outfit like you ever see like we couldn't do that you ever see like a 40 year old woman who has still has bangs from the 80s oh yeah the girlfriends eventually hun it's over this is what we need to do with you Stop with the lane you're hanging out of your pocket. Okay. You look like a fucking douche. So I'm not going to. <laughs> the listeners but of the show are shaking their heads, yes, in agreement with me right now. I will now. wear the lanyard because it has the Packers on it. The next Period. time we are out at a bar, I'm going to find strangers, <laughs> a panel of strangers. They're going to come over and tell you exactly why you're wrong. You need to go, uh, you need to put that on Facebook Live. Okay. It's a Critical Mass mini episode. I will. And I will do that. Sounds like a good idea. And then do it. Just, okay. Just, yeah. Well, speaking of attacking you. Can we, can we move on? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can we move on? I want to talk about violent, violent dogs. Okay, well, wait a minute. We were supposed to go around and talk about our fashion. Oh, oh that's right. I forgot about this whole topic. 20 minutes My destroying fashion. me. Um, yeah, you I'm look wearing like your shit. mom's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you look good in women's clothes. God, you're nicely. such a piece of shit. You know what? We're done with the segment. Yeah. Out of spite for you, you fuck. Go to hell. You can ask Dave what he wears, because he probably looks good in everything he puts on. Dave, what do you... In the morning... In the morning, you get up. On a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, what do you put on? What oh, do, on what a do Sunday? You, uh, sure. It's, uh, Sundays are always just gym shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, the rest of the time, it's always just jeans, a t-shirt, and work boots. That's all I usually wear. Nice. nice. Very so comfortable. Keep, keep it sexual. Very efficient. Yeah. yeah. So you're more of a utilitarian when it comes to your clothing. Yes. Gotcha. Same, same with me for the fucking cargo shows. I'm a I very, like the cargo. very big fan of... Uh, that men's jeans are now stretchy Ooh. because 
first of all, I, I don't understand why it took so long. Women have had stretchy jeans for the longest time ever. Yeah. But now that it's becoming a thing, I can have jeans on and still be able to do stuff outside if I have to... I don't know. I just felt very constricted before. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about the women getting everything and having all the rights. And now the men, we're coming, we're getting (laughs) back. Worst decision is letting them vote. Why did we let that happen? God, Susan B. Anthony. Right in our city. Ugh, disgusting. Awful. Anyways. uh, Yeah, I'm done with this topic. It's lame. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're fucking now in control of critical mass. Yeah, well, yeah, I... (laughs) I'm glad. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Before host, it says co on yours, and I believe on mine it, has, it says the same thing. Yeah, it does. So, uh, all right. Can so, we, we'll, we'll take just, a break. Sure, let's take a break. And we'll take we can a break. fight, and then we'll come back. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the world's most violent dogs ever. In fact, there's probably one in your house right now, and it's looking at you, and it's going to kill you and your family and your kids. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out what type of dog it is. We'll be right back. Winters suck, especially here in upstate New York. They're cold, wet, dreary, and the salt from the roads gets everywhere. Luckily, for our concrete surfaces, we have Eagle Epoxy. They'll come in, they'll resurface your garage or your basement floor even. They cover it with an epoxy resin after it's been resurfaced for protection, a clean look, and it's really, really easy to clean, especially for you car guys. They can be reached at their website, eagleepoxy.us, or by phone at 585-402-4971 for a free quote. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you. Coming to you live from downtown Toronto, it's our final segment in Critical Mass. Welcome back, everybody. Are you, like, remote from Toronto? No, that's where we are this week, aren't we? Toronto Bridge? Sure. I don't... Yeah. So... I haven't been sleeping a lot, so... (laughs) I know. Um, let's talk about the most vicious animal known to mankind. Vicious. Hamsters. Yes. <laughs> Hamsters. They have an agenda, and they all speak no. to each other. The Staffordshire Terrier, is that how you say it? Staffordshire? That was my uh, pet. Was but isn't that the, the broad overall? What's the breed, the overall breed's name? Isn't it Pitbull? I think just American Pitbull Terrier. Yeah. American Pitbull Terrier. Okay. Yeah, mine um, was an American Staffordshire. Okay. Pitbull. So there's basically three different main... There's the Staffordshire Terrier. The pit, I thought there was three. There was like a little one, a medium one, and a big one. I'm, Am I wrong know. about this? You might be. You okay. might be right. Yeah, I'm actually assuming you're right. Okay. Yeah. I thought and there were I three, just don't know. I thought there were three main categories yeah. of the of the pit bull of the Staffordshire of the of the terrier. Staffordshire. Name. Staffordshire. Whatever. So you had you had a uh, American Staffordshire American Staffordshire, and what? That's a little. He was big. He was medium sized. He was built like a fucking tank, but right. I mean, the thing I seen. I remember the leather couch we moved. Yeah. It took. Like three of us to move that thing. Yeah, he moved it with his head. Wow. So, yeah, he's a big. He's a big boy. Yeah, and he had a long tail too, right? He did have a long tail. A it wasn't tail cropped, and it wasn't cropped. He would smash that thing into anything he could. Yeah, cups, plates, yeah. you name it, just <laughs> right off, right out of the ground. He's a good boy. Yeah. Dumb as a box of hammers, but he was very sweet. He never hurt anybody. Right, and that's kind of the point that we wanted to kind of mention. As a carrier, male carrier myself, I run into all kinds of dogs, and it doesn't matter the breed. What matters is how the dog is trained, the the owner, owner, things like that. Now, to be fair, 
Uh, yes, there are plenty of instances where pit bulls have been bred inside of certain communities. Communities. Uh, to fight and to be the protector of the home. Um, oftentimes, you, you can actually find them with weights tied to their to their collars, mm-hmm. to their necks, to their heads, so that they, they build up their head, neck, shoulder area. Which is um, messed up. But to me, that's torture. Yeah. I see that as torture. Really torture. Yes. Um, so that's, you know, when, when someone sees that and they see when you go through the ghetto and you can see literally every other house has a pit bull. And every other house, the pit bull is mean, too. It doesn't help the perception in the public that, you know, these things are killers. True, and it's not a race thing help. either. I mean, when we say the ghetto, I mean, I've seen... White people live in the ghetto. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen Hispanics with fighting dogs. Yes. I've seen blacks with fighting dogs. I've seen white people with fighting dogs. Absolutely. So I just want to make that clear to to everyone that we're not targeting a specific group of people we're targeting a specific group of dog of dog owner yes dog owner and yes, that's the, that's the theme of what we're trying to say here is that unfortunately the pit bull has got this stigma that they're a terrible killer dog which um, it's actually kind of funny because do you know what dog accounts for the most dog attacks in america uh, oh, this is a fun game. No, I feel like I know this what is this is, game. and it's a family dog. It's a oh, typical yeah. family dog. God I'd like to it. make a guess. I'd like to make a guess. Mm-hmm. The Golden Retriever. Uh, no, but I believe they are high up on the list as well. Yeah. Rockness. Um, I don't know. I'm, uh, yellow Lab? Breed. Yeah, just a lab. Just labs, a lab. Labs. Yeah. labs. Yeah. They're aggressive. They are an aggressive dog, and they are a, a lot stronger dog than you think they are. Yeah. I have a mixed uh, breed. He's a lab and a beagle, uh, and he will just lick you to death. He loves everyone. He's a labeagle. Um, but but <laughs> delivering mail and actually just walking him through the neighborhood, you get to experience how other dogs interact with mm-hmm. him, and there is a golden retriever who's a cousin of the lab. They're a retriever family. He goes nuts. He wants to tear him apart. It's like, chill the fuck out, dude. Um, and yeah, I see it all the time. I have labs running after me, running up to me. They're very, very protective, mm-hmm. you know. Um, where do you think the pit bull ranks on that list of most aggressive dogs? I do think they're listed at number two. Oh, really? I think, yeah, I think they are. I mean, just because, it, it like how you were saying, I mean, there are a lot that are raised that way. Um, and they're also a dog that's owned that a lot of people own. Same thing with a lab. That that stats so high because so many people own them. So many people owns or, or own labs and own right. pit bulls and retrievers. And if there are more of the breed, then there's going to be more attacks by those breeds. Yeah, I, re- I really don't think it's mathematically. I don't think any of them have like a, a disposition, like this predetermined disposition to be mean. Right. Um. I think any dog, no matter how you put it, they were a wild animal, a descendant of a wild animal. Um. And there's always going to be an instinct. Yes. Um, but it's just, it's how you raise them. I mean, I, I have two pit bulls. I have one that, um, the girl dog, June, she's obsessed with people. Anytime someone comes to the door, her tail's going crazy. She's, mm-hmm. I mean, she'll knock shoes over with her tail, just getting excited to see someone wants to jump up, wants to lick them, <laughs> wants to be strong. all over them. The tail, yeah. Those yeah, tails she, are strong. She's just a strong dog. And then the other one, Nash, the boy, he's, he's just kind of timid. Yeah. He barks it, which is nice to have a, a dog that's vocal as well. Because if people come by, if people start to like come towards the house, he barks. Yeah. Um, but he's terrified of people. 
Um, <laughs> specifically guys. He he loves he loves females. Um, Interesting. A girl comes over and he's wants to be on their lap, wants to be around them. Um, I mean, he's not scared of me, but any other guy, a guy comes over and if they try to pet him or something, he like runs back, runs behind me. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny how they can tell? They can tell genders too. It's so oh, strange. Yeah. So weird. They're, I mean, they are smart animals. Yeah. Um, most of them. Yeah, some of them. Yeah. But June is a, she's a smart dog. Nash is, he is also <laughs> dumb as a box of hammers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's funny. Just, uh, my, my old dog, we did things that he would do. You just look at him and just say, wow, why do you even exist? How did you get this far? Like, yeah. I know you're three, but like, yeah. you're, how? Just like your head is stuck between there again. Like, yeah. didn't we just go through this? Yeah. You freaking moron! And some of the, some of the objects around the house scare them too. It's funny. Yeah, like, you know, vacuums are terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my dog, if you turn the vacuum on and start like vacuuming the carpet, he used to like chase it around and bark at it in a playful manner. Like he thought it was a toy. Oh yeah. Um, but then just the other or this morning, I got out a little like uh, dirt devil from mm-hmm. the garage, so my wife could fucking do some work um i handed it to her so bitch do some fucking cleaning i'm and, sure that's exactly how that went down and i handed her the the dirt that was like a little red vacuum cleaner yeah and she picked it up off the floor near the dog and he freaked out he didn't know what it was he didn't understand it he was like ah! he's like running away <laughs> you know what i find so funny, funny too is not uh, not that not to compare her to a dog because she's a human, but my daughter has the same reaction with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> like, like, and you know, she's my daughter's not a, an animal; she's a human being. But it's funny; I can't even. I, I, she sees the vacuum in the closet. She just sees it and she starts to get all like freaked out. I have to literally tell her, which is a lie, that it's yeah. broken and won't even turn on, for her to calm down. But she's like the blenders, anything loud. She just like you know, to see what I did during the fireworks display at Darien Lake. Oh my God, I was like, wow, I was so strong for like five minutes. You know where they'd say like a parent with their child in danger yeah, can yeah. lift a car. Yeah, I had her her in her stroller, up above my head. Like, hold, with all the bags attached and trying to get through that crowd of people at the fireworks display. You know what I'm talking about, Darian Lake? Yeah. yeah. Because she was so terrified. The Proud to be an American display. Exactly. Yeah, that's the one. She was like screaming. 82. Exactly. She's screaming, screaming, screaming. But anyway, sorry. Back to uh, the dogs. Probably the worst way to end the night at, at Darian Lake. But that's okay. Yeah. Proud to be an American. Anyways. Um, yes. Uh, so what... What do we do here? Do do we just go out and shoot all the bad ones? Wow! And then decide what's nice and what isn't. I mean, <laughs> there are there are groups that are. Um, are we still talking about dogs here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was talking about three year old girls. Listen, um, never not with mine. She's perfect. Yeah, but anyway, she calls anyway. you out on your shit. Yeah, she does. Um, no, there are, there's pity love organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all kinds of nonprofit groups that are uh, committed to spreading the truth and educating the public about the do's and don'ts of pit bulls and yeah both of mine are rescues yeah yeah um and that's the other thing too is that so many of them come pit bulls that are 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 rescues and end up in shelters because they come from broken homes to begin with yeah a lot i mean they're from dogs that had to be surrendered um because someone was arrested um Um, a house was foreclosed on or something. Right. 
And a lot of them, they were just dogs that were just used for breeding. Which, right, another problem. Yeah, which, is, I mean, yeah, it's not really helping anything either. No. I walked into this gym, a uh, brand new gym, uh, on one of my routes, made out of an old firehouse. Oh, where's that? Yeah, I'm curious. It's on uh, Dewey Avenue. Uh, it was an old fire station. Do you remember uh, Han Photographic? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so it's it's just it's right there. That's what it is. I don't I don't know if I want to say the address. Yeah, right, that's, that's okay. Fair. That's okay. That's uh, but yeah, so they converted it to a gym now, and I walked in there, and there's this big nice couch and a giant, giant pit bull just sitting on this couch looking at me, and uh, I was talking to the owner of the place, and she, I was kind of like out of the corner of my eye looking at this dog, like oh god, here we go, here yeah. we go. And it seriously, it was just like so cool, just staring at me, like, "What up, dude?" <laughs> yeah. If like this we're cool dog, now, but if you make a move. Yeah, if this dog <laughs> wanted to, it could have eaten me alive, like chewed out my insides. Mm. But it didn't want to. No. Because it's not a psycho. It's just a big, crazy-looking dog. Yeah. yeah. Who, at its core, is just a baby. They're mm-hmm. all babies. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, and it, it, the owners, you know, hey, yeah, that's the dog, blah, blah, you know. Yeah. 300 people a day coming in out of this building. It's not a big deal. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, yeah, what's, let's, let's do this. Um, why don't we talk about a time that pit bulls have scared you? Well... Really, I can't. I can't think of a time pit bulls have scared me. Like, because you owned one, I you've can, never had a moment where you're like, Ooh. no, not with him. Wow. But I mean, there there are moments where other dogs of other breeds have scared me. And okay. for me, and I wanted to kind of touch on this a bit is just like you said. So, and, and please tell me if you kind of understand what I'm saying. So you went into this gym. People come in and out of this gym. Could you speak English though? Yes. This time? So people come in and out of this gym, yeah. And there's a pit bull that's on sitting on the couch, right? Big golden thing. It was big, crazy looking. Big big pit. So, but the thing is, it you get this. For me, I would have a sense of calm about that. And the right. reason being is the environment. You've got an environment with a whole lot of people coming in and out. Yeah. You've got an environment where the owner is very calm, very docile yeah. with the animal. So for me, I would walk into there no fear whatsoever. I wouldn't be afraid of that dog at all because right. of that environment. Now you take... But you're not wearing a blue shirt, blue shorts, and look like a mailman. Well, okay, so it doesn't matter. No, so, it does. That's my point. Is that so if dogs, I'm wearing plain clothes... So a dog sees that you're a mail carrier. Yes. They they understand visual cues. They see that I'm wearing the the uniform and the satchel and they know what that is. So you are saying a pit bull is to a mailman what a Trump supporter is to a black man. No, 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 no. I had to do one today. I had to I just had to get one I'm in there. I'm saying the reason <laughs> the reason to. why I would be more nervous wearing the uniform in that situation okay. as opposed to plain clothes in that situation is because plenty of dogs know the difference. Okay. Fine. Beside the point. That's not the, I, I I get what you're saying. It's a visual cue. They don't actually know you're a postman, yada yada, so on and so forth. But what I'm trying to say is the owner, the environment. I yeah. look at all of that and I see that. Then I see my neighbor, okay, that has four Rottweilers. Wow. 
penned up in a, a small area that's yeah. disgusting and not taken care of. I've met the owner multiple times who is a little off. Um, one of the own, the owner had st- told me at one point that one of the dogs is a red tag, meaning it has a bite history oh. and she's trying to rehabilitate it with three other Rottweilers, all of the same bloodline. Um, and they're huge. They don't look like they're really well maintained or taken care of. So I am afraid. I'm genuinely afraid of those animals. Mm-hmm. And they have burrowed their way under my fence into my yard. One point when my three-year-old was out playing on her swing set and the dog got into the yard. Now, did the dog attack my daughter? No. But do I know that dog? Do I trust that environment and the right. person that's taking care of the dog? It comes back to the Fair. owner. It comes back to the environment. Yeah. If that was a well-maintained backyard where it was clean, if the owner seemed, I don't know, sane, then it would be different. I would have a different view of those animals because of that situation. Am I making any sense to you guys? Yes. Of course. And I, I, I did see one of those dogs in questions, and uh, it barked at me for a long time very aggressively and was in – I mean, they have a, a certain stance when they're alert and – yeah, when they're to, letting you roll. know, it's body language. They're letting you know, you better fuck off. Yeah. 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 And yeah they wear some big dogs. Yeah, and there's four of them. Uh, yeah, I just saw one of them that was barking up a storm at me. Yeah. The puppies, they're, they're the same size as their parents at this point. And don't get me wrong, I've pet them. They're okay. They're okay. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I just look at the yard. The parents, on the other hand, I won't go any fucking anywhere near those things. And, you know, it just comes down to, the, I've thought about calling the town about it honestly yeah. i've thought about it and the thing that scares me is they may maybe they put the dogs down i don't want that to happen but at the same t- I, I really don't but at the same time i would like something to be done about it so do, do you understand my fear that's that's what i'm when i'm saying when i'm afraid of a dog that's where it comes from yeah shitty ownership correct yeah and and then there is that sort of natural like okay well it is it is a rottweiler you know a, Okay, so like a bite from a chihuahua, right? Let's say you, you get a bite from a chihuahua because it's mad at you, okay? You've crossed into its territory. Mm-hmm. It feels threatened. Yeah. Gives you a little bite on the, on the ankle. Sure. Okay. Not that big a deal. Well, you live. You walk away. Right. Rottweiler bites you. You're going to the hospital. Probably. Possibly dead. We don't. We, you don't right. know. It comes down but to the owner. But they're not any more angry than one another. No, no, you know, same anger. And that's the thing I think. To to speak for the devil here. To speak to, for the devil. To be the devil's advocate. Sure. I think when you have a, the pit bull bite. Yeah. You know, he's not trying to kill you. He's just biting you out of fear, like any other dog would have. That bite is also <laughs> going to be, pretty devastating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So even if you take the factor out of people being afraid of their quote-unquote violent nature, mm-hmm. okay, if you take that out, just a simple bite from a, a pit bull mm-hmm. is, I think, what also scares some of the public. Yeah. yeah you know? Their jaws are incredibly strong. Right. I mean, they're, they're incredibly strong dogs in general. Yeah. Um, a lot of things, too, is that people aren't, I mean, 
I'm sure plenty of people are aware, but pit bulls play a lot by biting with their mouth, right? Yes, they're they're big like mouth players, and I'll be sitting there, you know, rubbing June's belly or something, and she'll like roll around and she'll start like nibbling at my hand, and it's not enough to hurt at all, yeah. right? Um, but that's a lot. That's how the dogs He's play to do that with mine, like with his jaw, like yeah. you know, put my arm in there and yeah. push down. Yeah, sometimes I'll like I'll keep her like her mouth open with my hand or something, mm-hmm. so she can't right. bite. Yeah, she gets all fussy and tries to play even harder, but yeah. it's just like. People see that and they get scared, and then the dog reacts to their fear because they see that person make yes. like a quick jerk, a quick like movement or something. Right. And playtime instantly just became like a Bite fear. Time. Yeah, like the dog's now scared. Yeah. That makes complete sense, and I've I've seen it, and I know exactly what yeah. you mean. I mean, yeah, it's it's awful. That's... They don't have thumbs, so they <laughs> they do a lot with their mouth. Yeah. That you and I would do with our hands. Yes. So that's that's why. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean. It, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what's yeah. the verdict? What do we so so Dave, what do we do? What's what do we do with this pit bull problem? What how do we fix America and pit bulls? How do we fix it? Um, I think there's there's plenty of organizations already working on it. Um, like we were kinda of touched on earlier, all the different rescue shelters that are, are taking these dogs in and trying to, to rehabilitate or rehabilitate them. Um and there I mean there are times that some of these shelters they bring in a dog that it's too aggressive or too violent, and yeah. they, they do have to put it down, um, which it sucks, and I'm sure something happened to that dog in their life that caused it to be that way. Um, there are also dogs that, that do have anxiety issues and stuff like that. Um, that's true. Where they just, yeah. that's just kind of how they are, and it, it, if there's not an environment for them, there, there isn't, um, and as much as you don't want to have to put an animal down, it's just... It's the unfortunate truth of it. Um, yeah. I just think as long as these shelters keep operating the way they are and they're finding good homes for dogs and they're they're training them. Um, one of the the second place I got my I got my first one from Verona Street. Um, mm-hmm. The second one I went oh, to gosh. Rescue Pit. Mm-hmm. Right on. And I mean they they had Nash for I want to say probably like six months or something. Um, they got him when he was only two months old. Oh wow. Um, That's a long time. Yeah. And no one wanted him. I feel bad for him. Yeah. He's not the cutest dog, but he's. <laughs> He's cute in his own way. Yeah, well, he sounds like he is because you know, yeah, he's he's scared. Just, he's, he runs behind his owner. That's terribly adorable. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really goofy. His, his legs are much longer than he's used to yet. Um, he can't run too well. He's very floppy. He falls over a lot. Um, oh, if he wants to lay down somewhere, he just lays right there. If it's, it's usually across your body or across June's body. Right. Um, just sprawled out wherever he feels like it. Um, but, no, I mean, they had him for a long time, and, and they, they're taking in these dogs, and they're, they're bringing them to, like doggy kindergarten training classes they're socializing these animals they're there you go i mean they're just they're doing so much to to really make sure they have a, a chance to be successful um, this is the verona street this and, that was rescue yeah rescue, rescue pit. pit okay um they're one of the newer organizations around here um that's cool yeah, yeah i mean they're very thorough about where they let their dogs go to as well i mean they they came to my house multiple times beforehand um a oh, long wow. interview process wow yeah, I mean, Whereas, I mean, Verona Street, they uh, I, it was pretty much, I walked in there, I went probably six months before I selected uh, June, um, yeah. just waiting for the right dog, pretty much. Um, but with them, I, I filled out paperwork, um, I paid them, they, yep. spay, is it spayed for female? I think it's spayed. Yeah, spayed. Yep. They spayed her, and I picked her up in three days. Nice. Yeah. But the budget there is probably a lot lower too. Yes, you know so. Yeah, it's yeah. Like the the, the fees at each place, place were much. June was a much cheaper dog for me to acquire as opposed to getting Nash. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I a mean, vetting process. Yeah, yeah, absolutely uh, yeah. a vetting process. But yeah. no, I think I think that's the way to, that. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's. 
really a pro- I think it's way overblown, and I, I think that things get kind of pushed out of proportion a lot of time. If I mean, when's the last time you really heard of a, a bad dog attack? I know around here, it was, I think there was one last year where. I think um, so. And they were saying this dog was he was bred as a, an aggressive dog, mm-hmm. and he attacked he had attacked an owner, I believe. Yeah. And the two owners were in an argument. The male owner that was the the original owner of this dog and the yeah. girlfriend got into an argument, and I know that he attacked her. Um, yeah. And I think the dog was shot. Jesus. Well, it happens. Well, what you mean by really really bad attacks? Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's far more rare. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, this is a thing. If you ask the police, the police are constantly having to deal with these. Yeah. I think just last summer the RPD had to shoot and kill a couple. Because they jumped over a fence line to get to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And there were two pits in there and they weren't letting go and all this stuff. But, Rockness, you were just going to mumble something nah. out of your fat, furry face? <laughs> wow, fucking... You fucking... No, go ahead. Douche, piece of douche. No. You look fucking, you look like a goddamn Say it. character from Willy Wonka. Which I character? I have no idea. The German one. <laughs> the, the German one with the light features and the you fat. Look, you look like a worm slowly fat. becoming a human. And the fat, fatness, fat, 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 fat. <laughs> Go ahead. Fatty Magoo. Um, so, I was going to say, I mean, really, the dog, a, a dogs are dogs, they're animals. Mm-hmm. And prove it. <laughs> okay, dogs are animals, and it's all about. And so are we, and it's all about how we're treated. I mean, how how the animals treated and how we're treated as well. I mean, I, I look at the pound and I look at uh, jail. <laughs> you know, yeah. and and you get these repeat offenders. The <laughs> same thing with these dogs. You know what I mean? And the more the the less humane they're treated, the more they're gonna fight back. And Correct. I think that that goes. I think that that goes for all of us. I mean, we're all mammals, and I think that we need to just kind of assess each situation and and make our judgment based on that, rather than seeing a pit bull with an owner and just immediately crossing the street like an ignorant ignorant piece of shit. Uh, that one stuck stuck with you, didn't it? Yeah, that bothered me. <laughs> that and it happened know. often. Yeah. So I would walk him, yeah. and they, you know, they'd be like, "Oh God." Oh my God! Yeah. Just let me cross the street. There's no crosswalk here. What do I do? Like, oh God! <sighs> cool. It's well, usually a white woman with short hair. Yeah. Well, we yeah. talked about the man uh, speak to your manager haircut. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Talking about a lot here today. We did talk about a lot here today, and um, we well, still got our fuck yous to do. Yeah, I say we uh, we take a break. We get okay. to our fuck yous, and then uh, we call it a day. What Sexual. do we think? Sexual. All right. We'll be right back. Mass podcast can now be found at the eight o'clock stop.com. That's the eight o'clock stop.com. We're there along with our friends at the hypothetically speaking podcast where they answer hypothetical questions. It's a lot of fun, and you'll also find a whole bunch of other fun multimedia there uh, from music to art to well, all kinds of stuff. Check it out real soon. That's the 8 o'clock stop.com. And welcome back. Thank you for uh, waiting for us. I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode so far. We're going to move right in to our fuck you section, uh, everyone's favorite part of the show. And we put it at the end to force you to listen to the entire episode to get to this point. Right. So uh, I'm going to start with my fuck you. And my fuck you is going to go to Aldi. Aldi the store. The store that... The grocery store. The grocery store, yes. And you know what? I I have to be very, very um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Specific as to why I'm angry and why I say fuck you. It's not the products. The products, I think their products are great. I think their stores are nice and clean. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy I enjoy the part of the shopping, the shopping portion. I actually enjoy that there. I'm I'm good with it. I like what they have. They haven't they have not let me down yet. Tis, tis the moment I get. The part that gives me the most anxiety that I dread is the register. The line at the fucking register. Is it just the line? It's not just the line. It's the cashiers that are literally literally stupid you're all stupid if you're listening to this now and you're an Aldi cashier you're dumb very very dumb so the fact is this I will tell you what happened today before the show you know no offense to you Aldi cashiers no offense to you at all I was in line and I'm waiting and there's two people in front of me now you're very wealthy but you choose to go to Aldi because you like the (laughs) ambiance (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay. So I'm in line. There's a person, two two people in front of me, and the and the guy the guy's in in the line, and and he's like, oh well, you only have two things of whipped topping in the cooler, and I wanted more whipped topping. And the woman's like, oh well, we have more whipped topping. This is the cashier lady. We have more whipped topping. And the guy goes, well, I only saw two there. And she said, well, there's more. And he said, okay, well, can I have the more? And then she left her place to go talk to someone else to figure out the whip topping situation. <laughs> Mind you, I'm I'm standing it's in line with yeah. a single gallon of milk. That's all I wanted was a gallon of milk. Yeah. That's all I needed. Is one register open? Oh, and it's one register. Oh. And, you know, she's doing the whip topping, the, the, d- this whole thing. Then she finally, she comes back with two more things of whip topping like the man had asked. She puts them on the thing, and now the guy's like, well, now he wants to argue with her. Well, they weren't there before. Why do you have them now? And they weren't there when I went for them. And she's like, well, I had to go in the back. We restocked the things. Well, why weren't they there before? And I'm sitting there going, if if you're the cashier, you say, we have more in the back. Let me cash you out. Let me take care of these other people, and I'll get someone else to take care of you with right. your whip topping situation yeah. instead Chill of making me out. wait. And then then I got the lady right after me or yeah. right before me, okay? First of all, she had hairier arms than me. I don't know if this woman is on a, a testosterone boost or what's going on with her, but Jesus Christ, lady, your arms made me want to vomit. So fuck you to her too. Now, no, you can only do one per per show. Now, she had a coupon. The cashier looked right at her and said, "I don't know how to do coupons." It was an Aldi coupon. It wasn't even like a manufacturer. It wasn't coupon. even a manufacturer. I don't know how to do coupons. I don't know how to do coupons. Then you so shouldn't you be a register? fucking cashier person. So she has to get it. I need a manager. I want not first of all whipped cream topping. Previously, you had now you have a walkie-talkie. <laughs> all right. And uh, I'm just now I'm doing my passive aggressive. <sighs> right. And you. So finally I get up there and the lady's like, I thank you so much for your patience. And I said, yeah. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, she's like, oh, you know, I just had a crazy day today. I said, "Uh uh-huh. I'm just glad I don't have any coupons. Oh, you're such a dick. She didn't say anything. She cashed me out. I looked at her and I said, I hope you have a great day. And I walked out. So fuck you, Aldi. Train your fucking people. Make them more aware of proper customer service. 
or hire more people for the cash register lines. It's not that difficult. You should know that people, first of all, especially on the first and the fifteenth, yeah, when those, when the when the food when the stamps come when in, when the food stamp checks come in, you should know and you should staff accordingly. I'm sick of this shit. I just want a fucking gallon of milk. I want to move on with my life. But thank you for your uh, excellent prices and your high quality wow. merchandise. So fuck you, Aldi. Dan or okay, Dave, was... whoever wants to go. Dave, do you think you got one in the chamber? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's not too bad of one. Go ahead, please. Right. I guess, I guess my fuck you is people don't have beards. Oh, right. <laughs> I think everyone should grow them. Uh, but even no, I'm females? kidding. Yeah, even females, and then they can buy my products as well. Um, no, but really, my 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 fuck you is kind of just a general to fast food. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Um, please. And I'm not. I don't eat fast food a lot. Um, and not because fast food is disgusting and bad for you. Um, my problem is that, like you, uh, I feel like the employees there are, are just very, very dumb. Every I can't have dairy products. It's it's simple. Mm. Whenever I I'm a big fan of like breakfast sandwiches from like Tim Hortons <laughs> or like Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. Order them all the time. Um, I had two on the way here. Um, <laughs> nice. What my thing is, I always order them without cheese. Okay. And yeah. not nine times out of ten, but ten times out of ten. They come with cheese on them, and yeah. it's melted to whatever sort of bread and the like the egg sandwich piece, and then I have to sit there and try and peel it off. And I, I just don't understand how difficult it is to just not put cheese on it. You're right. making their job easier. It's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's an extra step they don't have to take anymore. Do one last thing. And the worst part about it is when you get this food, you can't ever just eat it right then and there. Because it always comes out to you at, like, 400 degrees. Right. Like, it's not an edible temperature ever. Never. Like, I sat there with my sandwich on the way over, and I, I held it in front of my air conditioning vent. <laughs> <laughs> and it was burning my hand while I'm doing this. Wow. And when I ate it, I still scalded my my mouth on hot piece of egg. So I just don't understand. At least it was sterile. It was Jesus very Christ. sterile. And if it was actually egg. But wow. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was still delicious. Yeah. I just don't understand why everything comes out at 400 degrees. Like, can it just come yeah. out as, like, an edible temperature? I used to have this soup in college, and I, I swear to God, I would burn my hand anytime I went even near it. And I just thought, why does the soup have to be so fucking hot? Yeah. So fucking hot. Anyways, you're right, but fast food has always been kind of shitty as far as its service. Yeah, you know I just I mean? understand. Like, thank God for Chipotle. Yeah. yeah, except um, for the E. coli, but other than that... I don't know, it makes you stronger. <laughs> it does. I eat Chipotle all the time, and it is always a perfect temperature. Yeah, yeah Chipotle, I love you. That is true. And, and I, I know and I guac is extra. Yeah, yeah. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Stop telling that. me guac is extra. I know. I know. I'll have the extra cost guac, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's a smart move. I do love Chipotle, though. And I think anyone should know that the fucking guac is extra. Yeah. Stupid assholes. But they are dumb. That goes back to your point of them being dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Very makes much. sense. Makes sense. So so then safe to say, fuck you to fast food. Very safe to say. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Daniel. My, my fuck you. All right. Listen up and listen carefully. I'm going to say a lot of fantastic things here, and I don't want to upset anyone. But uh, fuck you oh. motorcyclists. Oh, yes. I'm so glad you're saying this. Now, not all of you, because I don't want to paint with a broad brush. Not like me. Right. But there's a lot of you that do drive like assholes. Most of them. Yeah. Now, I understand that we should be watching for bikes. 
it's hard to see. There's a lot of blind spots in a car. There's like 27 fucking blind spots in a car, okay? And a motorcycle can't be seen very easily. And also, if you get into a fender bender with a motorcycle, it could end someone's life. Yeah, I mean, it's not really a fender bender. It is important to understand that you should be watching out for bikes. But I don't... My biggest problem is that all I see are bumper stickers saying, watch for bikes. No, 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 no. Bikes, watch for me. Okay, stop driving through me. Stop driving through the traffic, weaving in and out of lanes, driving I'm so like an happy. asshole. I'm so happy you're saying Fuck this. Fuck you. Yep. Watch for you. No, watch for me, asshole. I'm the one with 27 blind spots. All you have to do is turn your fucking head. You can see where I am. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't need to be going like 120 miles per hour right. everywhere. Exactly. Everywhere. Exactly. And don't you assume the risk? You're the one who said, I want to put a 120cc engine below my testicles. Right. Directly below my testicles. So that's already a decision that you've made. Right. And now you want me to look twice? Save. I will look once. This is what I will do. I will not hit you right. with my car. That's what I will do. Right. That's my promise. And congratulations. You own a bike. You don't have to wear the leather jacket everywhere. We get it. <laughs> You're cool. You're okay? so cool. I know that you drove your fucking pickup truck to the local uh, concert that we're all sitting at drinking beers at. I know you didn't ride your bike here because I drove too and I didn't see 50,000 bikes, but I see 50,000 biker leather jackets. Mm-hmm. And their fucking vests with their little pins on it. What is this? TGI Fridays? You have to have fucking <laughs> pins flare. And, and flare? Next time I see a Harley rider, I'm going to order the stuffed uh, mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Oh, I'm so glad you're over here. I'm going to have the stuffed mushrooms and uh, oh, <laughs> vodka sunrise. So fuck you. I'm done. Yeah, that's fair. No, I loved it. I loved it. Great show. Uh, a couple things. Uh, check out the 8oClockStop.com where you can find us. You can find Hypothetically Speaking podcasts, some great art, some great music from the lovely, talented, and beautiful Greg Rude. Um, he does great stuff. Um, check out Eagle Epoxy uh, at eagleepoxy.us. Uh, times to do, get your garage. Get it fucking sealed. Seal your fucking garage with eagleepoxy.us. A free estimates. Uh, their number is on our site. Um, special. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Can I get through the fucking no, sponsors? I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, special. Just... <laughs> swear to Christ. <laughs> special thanks to <laughs> special thanks to, to Dave from yeah. uh, Genesee Beard Company. I appreciate you being here. I think we had a great time. That's what I wanted to say. Oh, you can say it, too. <laughs> go ahead. Just go ahead. No, go go. A big special thank you to Dave. Uh, he actually has a real product that we're hawking here. Uh, not, not, no disrespect to the other sponsors. I mean, as far as guests go, I think Dave yeah. is one of the more accomplished guests that we've I had. I would agree. I would absolutely As far agree. as actually having something... To give the world, the other guests were pieces of shit. Every guest we have bringing them terrible. back. You're gonna say this about me like next week with your right. next guest. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's fair. It's also fair. He was the worst. The worst ever. Uh, but yeah, Dave's got a real business. He's he's hawking here, and it's. It, we're not kidding. It's it's a great product, Rockness. You haven't even tried it, have you? I have not, but, but it's I great. want to. I I have the stuff. I, the shampoo, the beard shampoo, not only smells like I want to use it everywhere. On my body, I use it. I use it as a full face wash now. I don't. I don't do separate mm, products. Nice. Um, oh, nice. 
It's and great. it works awesome like that, too. Yeah. It is my favorite product that we have. I'm going to have to check it out. I'm definitely going to have to check. So, uh, Dave, can you uh, just shamelessly plug? How can how can our listeners get a hold of you and your product? All right. Um, if you're in uh, the Rochester area, um, we are sold locally. Uh, a bunch of different stores. Uh, J Bird Apparel in the mall has us. Uh, Park Lead out on Park Ave. Um, there's a couple barber shops as well. Um, check your barber. If they don't carry us, tell your barber that you want them to carry us. Okay. Um, if you're out at Three Brothers Winery, they have a ton of our gift sets out there. Um, if not, you can also go online, geneseebeardco.com. Um, everything's available online. Um, if you have questions, you can always email me at dave at geneseebeardco.com. Fantastic. Awesome. You heard it here. I'm going to take all that information. I'm going to put it down in the, uh, the description below. Um, so if you didn't hear everything Dave just said, you can see it in print below. Um, please visit him. Um, product is fantastic. I mean, he doesn't uh, really just pitch in this because it's a great product and you should use it. Um, you know, we don't. It's already. He's already successful. He's already a success. Yeah. Look, you, you wash your balls. You exactly. Wash your hair. Wash your fucking beard. Wash your beard. D- please. And put oils in it. Exactly. It? It's it's affordable and it's a great product. Yeah. So, and he's a friend of the show. So do it for us. So fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, Dan, any final thoughts? Um. Yeah. Tune in next week when we get it right. Yes, next week we're going to have a scientist on. We're going to talk about global warming. The scientist's name is Dr. Richard Cox. Um, and and he will be here to discuss global warming and why it is real. All right. Well, thanks a lot, everyone. And in the meantime, don't kill each other. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>